Ash had spent the last 30 years avoiding responsibility, maturity, and the terrors of the evil dead until a deadite plague threatens to destroy all of mankind. Tonight on Survive the Night Podcast, we're talking Ash vs. Evil Dead, Season 1. Ash versus Evil Dead, the series that came out after the Evil Dead stuff was all said and done. Uh, one that I've been wanting to watch for a, a bit. I will admit when I heard this was coming out, I wasn't interested. Uh, I didn't know how they would do Evil Dead as a series. So I just kind of was like, nah, that's not that's not me, man. And uh <laughs> This this episode will be just about, or yeah, this podcast episode will only be about season one, just as a heads up. We'll do one for season two and then three after, just because it's a little easier to cut up into parts that way. Um, yep. After season one, I really like this thing. The, I have certain hurdles I get. I have to get over and am getting over currently. It's a work mm-hmm. in progress every time. Um, and we'll talk about those. But for the most part, I think it's written actually pretty well. It has a decent tone to it, if not maybe a bit too silly in parts. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that really gets me is that there's just so much gore. <laughs> there's so many weird, gory things that happen, and I really enjoy that stuff. I think it's just fun. Yeah. It revels yeah, wh- in it. <laughs> Whatever it's doing, it's horror shit. I'm all in, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I was pretty uh, excited for this, and I was watching it, like, week to week for, like, the first five, I think after episode five is where I fell off. Okay. And I just was sure. like, I'll get back to it later, and then never, ever got back to it. And I was kind of kind of in the mode of, like, waiting for Sam Raimi to direct another episode, because I thought, like, his directing in episode one was, like, markedly, I could tell. Um, yes. And then I kind of was just waiting for that to ha- happen again, and it never does. So <laughs> it was that also yeah. just didn't happen. It is hard to get used to uh, from episode two and three how different it feels. The thing is, is that the first episode definitely feels like an Evil Dead type thing. I don't know what qualities it is because they use... Later on, they use, like, shots that Raimi has done. I think most of it, if not all of it, is co-written with Raimi, um, <clears throat> story-wise or whatever. Like, there's a lot of him in all of this, but there is a huge difference in episode one from two, three, and on, where the other ones feel like a normal, I don't know, standard TV show you would watch, a standard TV series you would watch. Um, yeah. And the first one feels like it feels like Sam Raimi did a TV show like it's so different. And I don't know what it is about it. Can you put like any reason behind it? Um, He's just like, well, for one, he's like he like actually thinks about new stuff like in that. Oh, yeah. The scene where the cops show up to that house at the beginning. 
Like sure, there's there's that shot where she shoots the gun and the blood spray goes off on the side of the wall. Like yeah, he's he's like pushing forward stuff and like the best stuff in the later stuff is like directly just copying Sam Raimi shots. Like there aren't yeah. new inventive shots or anything. They're just like at their bet at the peak. It's just copying him basically, I think is like the way I would put sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely um, the other thing difference. that actually I, I kind of like the one shot that I kind of fucking hate is when they show, they give you the reverse shot for the camera chasing them. And it's just this big cloud. <laughs> And I'm like, uh-huh. you didn't need to. Sh- I didn't need to see that. Come on, that's not as yeah. cool as never showing that. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that there's like a thing there at all. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I. Agree. It's just so much cooler if you just never show that. <laughs> I do feel like the thing that the people that have worked on this may not do better, but definitely do. Their strengths are in. Just showing weird showcases of like brutality and gore in a way that Raimi's stuff never goes that far in. He does weird weirdness. He does body horror stuff. But like some of this shit is just brutality. And he's never been like a snuffy brutality horror director <laughs> in the way some of this shit is. Um, There's some of that so- in like uh, Drag Me to Hell, but. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't think Drag Me to Hell goes as far, but yeah, some of the stuff in here is aggressive in in a way that I kind of enjoy. Like when they're just smashing in a deadite's head for like literally five minutes sort of dumb shit. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like (laughs) that is definitely definitely a different feel to it. But yeah. For sure. The thing. A lot of it does. Yeah. Go on. The the thing that made me like that is the kind of the reason I stopped watching is the part that I don't like, which is like when characters are like talking around like Bruce Campbell liking each other. <laughs> oh, okay. That, My that, problem is that the awkwardness this is Bruce of Campbell so much I of that hate. stuff. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, there's just like a lot of the way the characters talk to each other it's so fucking awkward that i just want to like crawl under my skin and <laughs> die <laughs> but oh, when it's just you- doing the the action stuff like i don't know it's both talking about like the Pablo way and kelly it's like it's both that but also it's just the way that like characters will talk about will just exposit their things like the way Pablo talks, like every time he talks about his brujo, it's like an yeah. expository thing about. So I, that also just bugs me. But yeah, yeah, the <clears throat> the 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 other part of it is also then the the parts where it's about like the characters like relating to each other. I also just find it's like oh my god, I'm probably gonna die of embarrassment. Like, okay, I don't have a problem with that. The problem I have sure. is the like machismo version of Ash is dialed uh-huh. up to 7000 in this all the time. And to their uh-huh. credit, it's played for like a joke usually by other people just being like, what a douchebag. And that helps. Yes. But he's still a douchebag in like every scene. 
It's like yeah. really bad. <laughs> uh huh. Sometimes it's really funny. Uh, spe the when, specific but like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's funny until. But then, like, when a man is like actually into him, you're like, fucking why? <laughs> yes, this dude is terrible. What are you talking? What are you doing? <laughs> The funniest part that, like, I can think of is just an example off the top of my head of it is where <laughs> there's two ashes and one of them is just like, no, they're like, oh, subtly, subtly racist. And the other one's like, I'm racist, too. And then says some weird thing about, like, Chinese people or something. And then they shoot yeah. him and he's like, um, Ash is racist, but never against Asians or whatever. It's just like, OK, that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> And he's just like, why would I be? And I can't remember what he says, but like he something just subtly racist. They say massages with their massages. tiny hands. Yeah. yeah, like that sort of thing. I'm just like, okay, he's a piece of shit. But like the way they play that is kind of hilarious. So I'm okay with that. Um, what I'm not okay with is literally how much he talks about fucking everybody. I'm actually uh -huh. really glad that they it feels like the writers had kind of a rule where Kelly is off limits because she's younger and she's obviously not into him right from the get go. Uh, she's not into him and he's more of like a mentor to her. So he has never gone there really with her and like refuses to. And I appreciate that. I really think that's super important that there's that limit on it. Otherwise, it would be insufferable. Sure. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's pretty brutal. He's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um I I will say the whole the reason why all this is happening is because he got high and showed like a girl he was with. Like yeah. she, it's like, "Oh, you like poetry? Check this out." Just bust open the Necronomicon. <laughs> Check this shit out. <clears throat> fucking I think that's fucking, great. Like, it's very funny. Like he go, he goes to look through his stuff, and he sees like he's like, he sees like the acid in there. He's like, fucking, why is this in here? And he's like, oh no, <laughs> the memory just comes back like right away. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's super good. It's a really good premise on how this kind of all starts off. Um, and then I like so that's fun or whatever, and then. Obviously, we're. I'm thinking at this point. Okay, it's going to be kind of like a road trip movie sort of thing. They have to go find somebody who can translate this so that they can find out how they can stop it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they're probably going to have weird things happen along the way, different like monster of the week type things. It makes sense. Um, yeah. Then they throw in Lucy Lawless, who I adore in this show, as just like mm -hmm. this weird deadite hunter for a while you're just like oh shit she's like hunting ash or something for some reason uh oh, yeah. you under the impression what that she, she is annie's sister or whatever yeah that's what she, she says she is she pulls out fucking ash's hand so she can track him god that shit's so good it's just like pointing like a compass <laughs> on the dashboard yeah you just have to yeah. wait for it like you just put it there and you're like no just you know yeah, that shit is that is that so stuff, good. That stuff's so good. And also just the fact that we have now a character who 
is aware enough of what the other side is that we can have some kind of like stories and exposition from that side told like there's some intrigue now of like why does she have a kendarian dagger why is she called like a traitor by this one deadite that's possessed Mm -hmm. like yeah no there's like good shit going on with her character and then we find out that she's a dark one who wrote the necronomicon uh-huh because why not I, I will say i did not see that one coming they got me <laughs> i would not have called that i definitely thought she was just going to kill ash or something because sure. of revenge so i'm glad they went more into weird and not just like you killed my sister sort of thing like she yes was make it seem uh-huh I mean, it is um, very funny that she just that one dead eye like th- throws her into a pit, into that fire pit, and then she's just kind of out of the explodes. show for a couple episodes. <laughs> I love she explodes when she goes in the fire. There's just an explosion. It's just like Amanda's like, well, I I guess I'll just take this car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda is great. So the thing that I thought kind of had like I was impressed by and uh, also another kind of problem is I think the show has a lot of balls and they put characters in and those characters just fucking die at some point. They just get absolutely mm-hmm. murdered. Uh, Amanda really seemed like, oh, she's obviously going to be in this show for like maybe the whole time. Maybe she dies at the end. It's like, no, nah, by the end. The like third last episode or episode seven or something, she's just fucking gone. She's dead. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's insane <laughs> to me. It's pretty good. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also sh- showcases how thick that plot armor really is for Ash, Pablo, and Kelly <laughs> so far. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they should have is... been super dead. <laughs> My favorite is when Ash tells that girl he doesn't even know her name. He's just like, yeah, just stay next to Kelly. <laughs> just stay next to her. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Kelly say something about like... Or doesn't he say something like, I care about you or whatever? And then she's like, me too, right? It's like, yeah, sh- sure. Just sure. stay really close to her. <laughs> You're not in uh, in just around her like I will forget you exist. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, fun fact that it, her, that char- that person is Samara Weaving. Uh, the reason why I bring her up is because she was in Ready or Not, which is a movie I love. That movie's great. That's, love yeah, love that so, movie. So that's her. Also, weird thing that I found out just as a small weird thing. Um, Hugo Weaving is her uncle. And that makes sense. Samara, oh. Samara mm-hmm. Weaving. Yeah, that's her uncle. So That's another good. Ready or Not is also a movie where she gets stabbed with a nail. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you, so this is a weird thing. Do you remember? This is kind of ancillary to all of this conversation. Do you remember sure. there was a... Um, there is a weird picture of her actually dressed up in her outfit with blood all over her uh, that she put up on, I think, Instagram or whatever. And it was used by Trump nation to say this is what liberals did to a Trump supporter. And like, 
she was not stoked about that. And Bruce Campbell had to put out a thing just being like, you fucking dumbasses. This is from our show and shit like that. Anyways, that's where I first saw her. And that's actually where I first heard of that. This show, <laughs> Ash vs. the Evil Dead, huh. is because of this controversy. That's very funny. So, yeah. So that's a real shitty way to learn about it through like the fake yep. news web cycle that or news uh-huh. cycle that was happening on the web but um then yeah. i looked into it and i was like yeah yeah i'm not interested in this uh sure yeah i was wrong i think this thing is really really good uh pablo i think is fantastic i really like his character yeah um mm-hmm. he isn't just the like pussy sidekick like he kind of has his own personality which i'm into I also just like. Yeah. I have to figure like, out what kind of guy he is. Is he an axe guy? <laughs> yeah, I thought that part was great. Actually, all the weird parts of um, all the weird parts where he's just kind of an awkward, like younger dude trying to figure things out, and uh-huh. deadites are happening at the same time. I really enjoy. I like the stuff with him and Kelly. Yeah, I definitely sure. see the cringiness. It is so there. Yeah. The other, but yeah, because it, it's just like, and the other thing that the show will do is just like set up when it sets up like false tension or, or like just contrived. The characters are fighting over a thing that then like two scenes later they will not be fighting over anymore. Like that yeah. shit just kind of gets under my skin in weird ways. Yeah, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I have another fun just, fact I just learned right now. <laughs> sure. That so that dude's name is Ray Santiago. I looked I wanted to know his name so I looked him up. Um mm-hmm. he was also in a movie called Ready or Not. This one is more of a rom-com comedy though. That's <laughs> that came out fucking hilarious. <laughs> Holy shit. He plays a Mexican named Nacho, so I'm sure that paints a picture oh, of the era it was great. made. <laughs> Fucking wonderful. God. Fuck. <laughs> anyway, I just found it really funny that two people were in a thing called Ready or Not that are completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like him. I have an affinity towards uh, Latinx type characters just in general. So sure. I really like him being in the show, and I kind of like the weird, subtle racism against him. I just think that shit's funny, uh, and I'm allowed to because my heritage says, "Yeah, I think that's great." <laughs> like, I think that's hilarious. It's played up pretty well. Also, I love that he calls him El Jefe all the time. <laughs> it's uh-huh. just good. <laughs> that's the person Ash is. Is El Jefe? Yeah, he's El Jefe. That exactly. was like that. Uh, yeah, jumping around. Yeah. A bit. Um, a, a, th- a little detail I really that made me more okay with um, Lucy Loss's character, like Ruby, having written the Necronomicon, was yeah. that then she also mentioned that she was one day that Ash just showed up in her book. And yes. I was like, okay, yes, I, I'm fine with like this character has written the Necronomicon as long as the Necronomicon is also a weird thing that <laughs> writes itself sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, kind of like an AI or something. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it it is also a living thing that has where you know the person who wrote it is not in did not put everything in it that's in it. 
that was a great yes. detail of like why yeah. she's fucking after Ash also. Just like this yeah. motherfucker showed up in my book. What the <laughs> fuck? Also, it like really <laughs> gives him like a lot of um, rep or whatever. It's just like oh. Maybe he is the fact that like she even says she he's like her natural antithesis or something of the like yeah, it's uh-huh. just like oh maybe he is a little more important than like we've been thinking but I also really like that he's fucking stupid and like yeah. pretty important <laughs> just like <laughs> the Brujo is just like it's very deep it's a very small flame. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very deep, deep within him. Yeah, that that whole episode and that whole like part of the story or the arc or whatever was great too. Of just like, what would you do like to fight them or whatever? Just like stop thinking and shoot and ask questions later, sort of thing or whatever. And like that's exactly how he wins the day against Elagos, the demon. And like, yes. I just that's great. That's fucking fantastic. He just does a weird like attack that is supposed to miss grabs the gun and just blows its head off when it appears right oh, in front of him again a, yeah shoot first yeah. ask questions never or think never think never yeah <laughs> yeah i thought that had a really oh. great payoff mm-hmm. they i really like the way his uncle yeah <laughs> like, uh-huh. yeah i really like the way they animate uh elegos totally. where it's like its f- lower jaw is just still and everything else is shaking like yes. i fucking love that shit <laughs> yeah like a um a tv with the antenna is it's like mm-hmm. jittery tv uh electrical type imagery mm-hmm. or whatever but the jaw is oh, that like was there yeah, yeah. yeah. and that kind of thing of like ha- having the demon be like a, this particular demon made me more think of uh uh, drag me to hell too in terms of sure like, the way this stuff has kind of gone like just the being more specific about the demon stuff it's not just all generic evil yeah i can i which like for, when you're doing a tv show makes it like you have a lot of episodes it makes sense <laughs> so yeah i'm trying to decide right now actually if, which one i prefer i think i kind of like just a weird all-encompassing evil you can't explain more but like yes, that it de- it definitely doesn't work properly for a TV show in the same way where you can have like a creature feature every season or whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I like well, the way when, did, when you need when you have a story where you need your characters to be able to like do a thing to like yeah. fight against evil, like you kind of need rules. Totally, yeah, in a way that like. If when there are Evil Dead kind of works because there are fucking no rules. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. Overall, also, I think this whole season has been pretty good. I will say it feels like two seasons put into one, uh, or like two ideas put into one. First of all, it's kind of like trying to find the bookstore dude and like that mm. trail or whatever. Uh, ending off with Brujo and uh, Elagos, just in general, yeah. like the all of the yeah. Elagos saga, I'll call it. Yeah, at the end then, of episode five, they've destroyed Elagos or whatever. They've they've gotten rid of it. Yeah, and then they like 
have two episodes of bullshit I don't fucking care about at all where he's in a diner um, and there's like a militia in the next one as well. Like those episodes, yeah. I can't, they're fun, but like I kind of don't care because then after that, it's everything to do with the cabin and like the mm-hmm. the things that happen there. Uh, yeah. So there is, I will say, some downtime in like episode six and seven. I'm looking here. Killer of Killers and yeah. Fire in the Hole. Um, which is fine, but there, it definitely, like, we just straight up did episode one to five in one night because it just, like, was super easy Uh and, like, you want to see more. And then it took us a little bit of pushing to get through six and seven, and then eight to ten flew by like a movie after that as well. Um, totally. Which makes sense after reading that apparently a lot of the ideas in this show were from them trying to make an evil dead four and having a few ideas that they were writing and workshopping that never got picked up. Sure. So that makes sense now. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am totally. a little bit curious how season two is going to go. Uh, so is that where you left off is after the Elego stuff? Yes, the end of episode five was the last one I watched. Makes sense, because episode six is kind of meh. <laughs> like, yep. So uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, knowing what you know now, would you have pushed through it back then? Just like, oh, I'll stay on top of this. I mean, I should have stayed on top of it, but six and seven would have been a struggle. Once we got to yeah. the cabin, I would be kind of in. Like, part of my thing was also yeah. just like, I was so hot, like, this came out, like, two years after the Evil Dead remake, and I that yes. it was just so much, I wanted more of that, <laughs> and, like, there, oh, there was, like, yeah. some of it in terms of the brutality, but, like, the tone and, like, the, the jokey writing was just not what I was, what, what I wanted was also yeah. part of it. Yeah, sure, I get that. For sure. So like and like Elagos was fucking dope. And when they when that was dealt with and I didn't have like the next carrot on the stick after that, really, uh, that was like partially why I fell off also, probably. It does make me wonder what they're going to do to have that carrot like in season two, because I'm sure mm-hmm. they they have to have something right. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. monster. Probably. Yeah, I have I have no idea about seasons uh two and three really. We're yeah, not, we are not okay. past this any everything I kinda know about the show. How was it revisiting it, having a slight idea of knowing what you were getting into? Um I mean those first those five episodes that I'd watched before fucking flew. Like just yeah. watching them again and knowing exactly what I was getting into. Um, yeah. That those those flew by. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. Um. All right. I guess we should just talk about like things that we remember stick out or whatever. Because I want to just talk about the dinner or whatever at sure. Kelly's house. The with dinner her parents. is so good. <laughs> yeah. Ep- just right from the get go. First of all, episode one is fantastic. Obviously, it's Sam yes. Raimi doing Sam Raimi shit and weird setup. Um, Ashes dirtier than i thought he would be he is just straight up fucking that one girl in the bathroom <laughs> just uh, hit, hitting her with his wooden hand over and over again i also fucking i, did, I love yeah. that he has fucking dentures 
This is pretty fucking. He like he gets his tooth knocked out, and then he just puts in his other set of teeth. I find it hilarious that it when we last saw him, he kind of had like almost like a futuristic gauntlet hand that he built in the past, and now he just uh. has like this really shitty wooden hand <laughs> that doesn't move or anything. Uh. It's weird. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. I love <laughs> Ke- when he fucking reveals his blue shirt because he becomes real Ash or whatever. Or El Jefe. His yeah, blue shirt yeah. underneath his shirt. <laughs> the fucking... The, the dedication to the blue shirt gimmick is like one of my favorite stupid details about Evil Dead as a franchise. It's weird because you don't even notice after a while that he's wearing it until he isn't. That's how like ubiquitous yeah. it's become. No, I honestly I wouldn't have picked it up except listening to commentaries on those movies. Sure. Um, yeah, that was when when they brought, like brought up like that they hated his blue shirt. <laughs> like you don't have to be married to it if it drives you crazy. <laughs> no, it's got to be yeah. blue. It's all because in they in Evil Dead Two. The scene, the drawing of him in the Necronomicon, he's got a blue shirt. So that's, yep. that's his iconography. Yep, it has to be that every time. <laughs> and that makes sense. It works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the dinner, the mom is found. She was thought to be dead for a while. Uh, she comes back home, obviously deadite, but nobody wants to believe it or nobody's. They're not in the mode of like they really believe how like big this thing is yet i don't think also mm-hmm. when it's your family like kelly or whatever i could understand yeah. wanting to believe that everything's gonna be okay like i get that mm-hmm. um it's just a At- great weird like him poking and prodding to s- get try to get information right up until he just punches her in the fucking face <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and then she reveals herself to be a dad. He's like, oh, thank God. I'm starting to feel like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That whole, that episode is actually fantastic. It's really good. Um, I feel real bad for Kelly there, though. Like, that is some rough shit. She watches her dad just get murdered by a fork. Uh, uh-huh. And of course, and then the Ash mom. Puts, the, puts the crosses on their gravestones. Even though she's Jewish. You know they're Jewish, right? It's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? (laughs) Yeah, I really love, actually, (laughs) that's what sells the line where he's like, make me, like, let me make these dumb crosses. (laughs) Uh Yeah, that's really good shit. Um, The bookstore dude is great. Like, he's just weird in the perfect way. Yeah. He's just so excited to summon a demon. <laughs> I, it just means that he was he knew. He's just one of those guys where he doesn't even care how bad it is. He was right. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he summons uh, Elagos, and that whole part is great. Of like, don't break the circle. And then he breaks mm-hmm. it or whatever, and there's just that moment of like, uh-oh. <laughs> just need to summon a nerd demon to like beat him up. Yeah. Elagos does not look like his picture. <laughs> I really like uh 
yeah, seeing that was the best stuff with Elagos to me, just because we get so much of the up close with him. Like the design and stuff was very cool of him there. Yeah. Uh, because otherwise he's just kind of teleporting around, so he's kind of hard to really mm-hmm. see. I also I really like the shot of Kelly looking in the mirror when she's possessed by him, and you just see the reflection yeah. of Elagos. Yeah, yeah, that shot's also really good. But yeah, yeah in the bookstore really scene, El- Elagos in the bookstore is the is the best probably. So uh, oh, good. Oh, and when his like fucking hand comes out of Kelly's mouth, I also like that. Yep. Yeah, really good stuff. I just, all of the stuff with Elagos was very very good, just in general. Uh, very cool yeah. stuff. Um, the weird trip with Brujo. I don't know. It, like, it's necessary, but it's kind of whatever. I really like that his, like, dream place is Jacksonville, Florida. It's so funny. It's really like, funny. I think my favorite line of the show is, place so great, they named it Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, a really good line. thing to say. <laughs> it's but such a good line. So- He's just so into Jacksonville. It's just that's his dream. He's not an ambitious person. <laughs> it's really sad when you figure out why, though, in that part, where it's just like that's uh, where we were supposed to go. Like me and what's her face, uh, Linda, or whatever. Yeah. We're supposed to go on a vacation. To, it's like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> it's the life he never got to live. Yeah, um, were the fishings fine or something like that? <laughs> Oh, and he's got yeah. his—he's got his good—he's got his hand back in his dream. He's like, oh, "I need two beers, need a beer <laughs> yeah. in each hand." That's what hands are for. I there's that whole scene is really played up just for like a few really good jokes because the exposition part is his pet literally just comes up and says, <laughs> "You need to go to the cabin." <laughs> well, you, you just bury the book underground. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> So this lizard stupid. with like a human mouth overlaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I this is a weird thing, but the whole scene. This is probably one you fucking hate. So I'll just talk about how I liked it. The whole sure. scene where Kelly's possessed. And she's smoking weed out of the double barreled shotgun, first of all, is hilarious to me. Um, I found it, no, like, going in the second time, I found it much more funny. Okay, <laughs> I was able to yeah. enjoy it much more than the first time I watched it. The, that old part with, like, Pablo not being able to smoke it because it, like, it gives him anxiety him or whatever. Yeah. And she's, like, she's, like, subtly hitting on him and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Just like there's a shotgun shell in the other barrel, and she's like slowly trying to close it and get him to like put his <laughs> mouth there. That whole scene uh-huh. is just like, obviously I know it's not going to work out because he's not going to yeah. fucking die here. But yeah, that yeah. whole scene I just found hilarious in a weird, disturbing way. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he tells her about it later, and she's like, "Wow, that's yeah. awesome." <laughs> Yeah, she says something like, "I sound like uh, I sound like a party or some, or I sound like I was awesome or whatever." And he, she, he's like, "You kind of were." <laughs> yeah, that the, all of that stuff is really good. It definitely leads to the more 
weird parts of Pablo just being like, how do you feel about me? It's just like, oh, dude, this is such a weird time to be talking about this right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, just, yeah. You're just like a brother to me. What if, what if I was a bad boy? Come, come on, Pablo. Oh, actually, you bringing that up just that was bad. You're right. I just got like douche chills remembering it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. There's some really cringy shit I forgot about, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it like it, it extra bugs me because otherwise I really like that character. But that shit is like, oh, my God. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that character. I, I'm actually a big fan of both Kelly and him. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of the characters they added, which is totally interesting to me because I did not think I would be. Uh, as no. Ash no, says, the bad in the writing first episode. He is an alone wolf. So <laughs> he is an alone wolf. You know, <laughs> it it is a thing where the bad writing never makes me dislike the characters. I'm just annoyed the writing isn't better. <laughs> generally okay like i'm mad at the writers (laughs) sure and it's weird because the actors are very i really like the yeah i I really like the actors like their their charisma on screen and their the way they get along with each other is great it's just the words that they say sometimes i'm like come on (laughs) fair yeah uh every episode has been written by a different person in this season yeah uh so that I don't think I've noticed in a way that it feels like the whole season has been disjointed, but there definitely has been some episodes have been better about dialogue and things than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is kind of interesting um, that that's a thing, but. Oh, sorry. Sean Clements wrote one episode and co-wrote another one, apparently. So he's credited twice on this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a little bit interested to see how this goes on going forward. So did they just, like, allow anybody who wanted to write an episode write one? Is that kind of what they did? Because it seems like there's not a very many I'm looking at all of the names across all three seasons there's very few names I see come up more than once that's kind of interesting yeah I don't know it must yeah um so yeah no I can understand that I don't think that holds true for all of them like I said because some writers are better than others <laughs> just straight up it's just the way it is also. <laughs> When the plot has kind of a driving force behind it, it's easier to overlook that stuff. Everything that happens when they get to the cabin, for instance, is just like, this might be written worse, but I don't recognize that as easily because I'm interested in everything that's going on currently. Mm-hmm. So it's easier yeah, to overlook once, that Whenever stuff. there's like actual horror stuff happening, yeah, like that stuff's just all good. So I'm... <laughs> That's not when I'm uh, I'm yeah, all in on the it, show at those times. Uh, Pablo gets a Santa Muerte medal or whatever from his uncle dying or something. It's weird, but mm-hmm. that's kind of an interesting little thing that they threw in that doesn't seem to make any sense until 
it causes some problems later on with the Necronomicon. I'm, I hope they get more into what that is all about because I would like uh-huh. to know what the talisman or whatever he has on his neck, his medallion, uh, does. If anything, yeah. I, I suppose. Um, episode six and seven were meh. What it, I really didn't care much for episode seven at all. That's the militia one. I I don't know sure. militiamen. I don't care. I don't care about it at all. But that's the mm-hmm. one where Amanda starts like falling for Ash for some reason that I God. don't understand. <laughs> it's like why? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, Amanda's like awesome. it just doesn't. It just do- yeah, it just doesn't make sense because the show otherwise like recognizes that Ash sucks. <laughs> yeah, and Amanda is awesome, and frankly, yeah. she got done dirty. The, the fact uh-huh. that she's not going to be around anymore is a real bummer. I liked her. Yeah, <sighs> but her name isn't Ash Kelly. Or Pablo, so she was going to die, I, liked, I guess. Yeah, I liked when Kelly was firing that, um, the rifle and just could not handle the kickback <laughs> at all. Like, at all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she just had never fired one before, so she didn't. <laughs> she had no idea. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, like, spraying upwards everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That that shit's pretty good. There's a weird like moment of clarity. Actually, Ash has had it a bunch where he's saying like I'm going alone because everybody that's around me dies. I'm not going to bring you there. You're going to fucking die if you go with me. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they push not anyway. Wrong. Like, yeah, no, that happens multiple times. But specifically, I guess if there's one thing that I found kind of interesting is at the end of episode seven, the militia thing. He says something about, like, how much he loves each and every one of them and how, like, he or whatever. And then he leaves and just, like, that is weirdly, like, heroic in a way that Ash usually isn't. (laughs) So that's kind of interesting. Uh, It doesn't matter because they literally show up two seconds later just being like, yeah, no, like, I'm going to be here with you. Like, I want revenge, too. They killed my partner. It's like, okay, sure. (laughs) <laughs> I guess basically a way to get just him and Amanda at the cabin so that, Alone. that Amanda can get murdered <laughs> yeah yeah okay we have to talk cabin stuff because this is if nothing else that this season has done um, this is directly like callbacks to stuff we've been talking about for a couple months now and yeah I mean specifically they have Rebecca Farrell as Linda, like her head. Yes. Uh-huh. And that's great. Holy shit, I loved that. <laughs> Whole scene is so good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. You just like see the skeleton skull with like the fucking <laughs> hole in the top. And then just it turns still into there. Head. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Never left. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, 30 years has it been? Yeah. I guess, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time for a skull to I not get disturbed by squirrels and random <laughs> shit. <laughs> so well, <clears throat> Yeah. All the flesh got picked off it. <laughs> yeah. Skull. That part in general is uh super, super cool how 
like like you said her face kind of forms again and the way the evil is kind of torturing him by locking him in there with her kind of trying to kill him but also just like re-showing her like head being torn apart by a chainsaw with blood shooting around and stuff where her head just starts like being cut in half again but by nothing yeah that whole scene is like super cool and it leads to a weird thing that happens but i liked the payoff of it of the hand made its way back there and like regrew a new ash an evil ash Uh (laughs) and that's what amanda has to deal with in the others like there's a good way that they separate the two of them here Mm -hmm. and uh that whole scene with the evil ash is ridiculous (laughs) absolutely ridiculous yeah uh um he just straight up kills her though and that that felt pretty bad there was a moment there where i was wondering is that actually like the hand grew another ash or is this like we're seeing him in the work shed before he goes crazy and like gets possessed Mm. or something it's like no there's literally two of them they have a scuffle after that yeah yeah they show Um, the hand like they show a hole in the wall and they show like a rat and they show the hand walking next to it and then it has like too much arm and it's like yeah being all maggoty as it's like regrowing yeah it's super gross um (laughs) it makes you wonder why it just hasn't done that maybe there just hasn't been enough like evil presence or something awakened at this time that it couldn't but yeah well it's like uh like how if you you know remove a frog's heart it'll start stop beating but if you make keep it warm it'll start beating again is that true up to up to limits yeah Mm -hmm. i hate frogs but if you keep it warm it'll it'll because the heart is just as it works as a muscle it'll just yeah beat Ugh. I think that's uh, just a thing about hearts, probably. But a frog are heart is the only is uh, the only living heart that I've held in my hand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> was not expecting that end, but yep. Okay. <laughs> well, I went to a we had a, there was a frog vivisection in college for sure science. Yeah, science. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, the reason why any of this shit exists is because it's a Sam Raimi joint of some sort and somebody needs to get their fucking hand cut off and that happens again. like the same way, oh, yeah. actually, even uh-huh. of her grabbing the hand, the arm. Like the first thing that happened to Amanda was her hand got fucked up. Yes. Yep. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they yeah. Even in that first episode, her partner was it her partner. Somebody definitely gets pulled in by their feet, and and a door closed. Like all of the Raimi trademarks are in that first yeah. episode. <laughs> the car's there. I mean, the car is throughout the whole series, but that's yeah. that's there. They had the um. The, this whole series was shot in uh, New Zealand, so they had to. They flew the original that original car over to New Zealand use it in the show that makes sense that 
Yeah, they're they're ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous uh-huh. people. Uh, I the thing I really really liked that I didn't know if they were gonna do anything with is they just have Australian hitchhikers walking by, just being like, "Oh yeah, Kevin's that way, mate." Or whatever they're like okay thanks i'm just like oh shit look three people that have no ties oh they're so dead and then they're gone like they're just gone i was like holy shit they didn't kill them but yeah no later on they come back just to die um i i really like that like we should stay with them nope let's keep going bye guys (laughs) (laughs) they just have to get lost like three more times then they'll they'll want to go to the cabin yeah exactly god when amanda just starts fucking puppeting them that's <laughs> yeah yeah that's one of my favorite parts he murders the two and then just like using them as a puppet just her hands yeah. right through their backs or their the backs of their heads or whatever yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and she's like imitating Ke- kelly and pablo it's like oh, i like you no i like you just fucking dunking on them. <laughs> yeah, that shit's so good. And then Heather, poor Heather, just like sees her friends die, gets her leg broken through. That part is actually yeah. hilarious, where she's just like screaming or whatever. <laughs> Pisses off uh, Ruby, just like oh, amateurs or whatever, because <laughs> she's like crying out in pain that her leg is snapped in half, essentially. Yeah, her bone is like sticking out of her leg. <laughs> Yeah, I really kind of thought she was going to make it, too. But she gets absolutely fucked <laughs> by the cabin. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, I really liked. So the turn I thought was great. I I definitely, definitely thought that she was out for revenge for Annie, for her sister or whatever. And then. I thought she was just in it to get like unlimited power or something because she actually knew what the book was. And then I got like bamboozled again by it's like, oh, no, she wrote it. And I thought that was I thought that was just absolutely fantastic. Um, Cutting the face off the book, throwing it on and it flying on Pablo, I thought was great until he started like birthing dark children, (laughs) dark eyeless children. Just like I'm just like fuck Ash, just go in there. Stop fucking peeking through the doorway while this gross shit is happening. This is it's bad. The worst. Yeah. Stop letting it's this set continue to go on. Yeah. That oh, part is so Pablo. bad. He's just like crying and like spitting up blood and just larva or something. Yeah. Giant larva that turned into when children. Ash gets gets in there, he's like begging Ash to just fucking kill him. The chainsaw Ugh. runs out of gas and he's like <laughs> she's like ha you forgot to tell me to remind me to refuel it jokes yeah, on he, you he like calls him an idiot or something he's like <laughs> idiot you didn't tell me to refuel <laughs> as if it's Pablo's fault <laughs> ha ha now I can't kill you the way you want me to <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I did find it interesting how he shoots at uh, Ruby and she like actually takes damage and is down for a little bit so yeah she definitely can be hurt by mortal means which did not seem like a thing that was true earlier on mm-hmm. uh so that's cool i guess and that leads i mean she leaves. did like blow up in like a fire 
just like a normal fire. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just you know, I guess she so. just got better later. Sure, she's just Wolverine. That's it. I, sure, she had to fight <laughs> death. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe they will do something there. with that because they have Santa Morte. Mm. Like maybe there actually is a weird like death type thing that uh, I don't know. I feel weird. like that they would do that like if Ash is gonna die but then come back from the dead. Like, sure. Actually. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyways, he takes the deal that she gave him. Like, just. <laughs> We'll leave. Like everything'll be fine. We'll go to Jacksonville. I love but, uh, I love that this ended with Ash making a deal. Because for whatever yeah. reason, like while I was watching this, the line from Army of Darkness I kept having in my head was Ash going, Then I'll get what's mine. Like in the deal. <laughs> like after he's like totally fucked up and summoned the Deadeye Army. <laughs> yeah. Now it's I my really turn. like that he makes like a deal. In the deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deal was that they smart. survive. Also, ten thousand dollars. But no, I don't think they got. He wanted ten thousand dollars, and she's like, yeah. "I'm not a fucking bank." Yeah, that was great. It's like, okay, gas money. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, I'll chip in for gas or something like that." <laughs> so stupid. Um, the fact that it ends with them driving. To like ACDC plane or something. I can't remember what uh, song it was. It's definitely like a 70s, 80s hair metal anthem or whatever. Um, uh, and just being like, yeah, no, everything's fine. Because like, she's going to godfather it as he says. <laughs> just keep all the demons yeah. and evil under one roof and everything will be okay. Uh, and then like, there's just a giant hole to hell opens as they drive away or whatever and that's kind of where the season yeah. ends that's good uh-huh. that's a good setup for more yeah um, but also like Ash is making a fucking deal with the devil he's like ten thousand dollars that's not like more than that his ambitions are so fucking tidy <laughs> well he's to be fair you could probably live cube. for a long time in Jacksonville on ten thousand <laughs> think of where all the, the beer fishing's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his ambition. And I, I love even more that she's just like, I'm not a bank. Like I can't give you ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I love that even she doesn't have ten thousand to give him. <laughs> yeah, really, really yeah. good stuff. I just overall, I think just super smartly written for kind of the tone that those, no, not those original that Evil Dead two sets <laughs> specifically, sure, mm-hmm. um, more cartoony, but less childlike, if that makes sense. Where Army it of just, Darkness it, is like a child's thing. Sure, it just it it's it's allowed to have the gore that Army of Darkness didn't get to have. Basically. Yeah, yeah. That like I makes it, we'll, and we'll like you know that. they're swearing or whatever. <laughs> People. But, Do you yeah. think we get any nods to like Army of Darkness stuff or like skeletons or any of that sort of thing, or are they kind of doing all new things? 
here. I don't know about skeletons. I actually, I know there's one thing I know about a thing at the end that uh, is an Army of Darkness reference, but at the end of uh, like the whole series, yeah. Oh, oh, so you know the ending, like how it ends? Yes, I've had that spoiled for me. Weirdly. Oh, bummer. Oh, is that the type of thing that, like, if I can help it, I shouldn't be spoiled on? If I can get through it? Yeah. Well, it, okay. That sucks. Oh, that sucks. I, I kind of <laughs> wish you weren't spoiled on it, but... Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? This thing is, like, six years old now, so... Yeah, it happened, like, this year. <laughs> oh, that's so. even worse! <laughs> How did how did you get spoiled uh, on a six year old show this year? It it might have been when I was looking up stuff on Army of Darkness. I don't remember exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Um, well, do you have anything? La- and I know one. I know actually one other thing from season two that I've been spoiled oh. on. Well, I mean, season two will be next time, so th- that won't be too far yeah. away, at least. Mm-hmm. Anything, any last thoughts on season one? No, it's a good time. Like, there's just a yeah. lot of scenes of somebody cutting someone up and getting sprayed with blood and just screaming. That's the shit. Give me oh, that. Man. All the, the time. So, so Ash puts his shotgun into the demon child's throat, lifts him up, and shoots. Uh-huh. He pokes that one in the eyes like it's a fucking Three like Stooges three bit. Stooges? But it's just, yeah. he just got fucking goo all over his fingers. He, <laughs> refers, like, he refers to his weapons as Larry and Moe, indicating he that he's curly, I guess. Oh, uh, that's that was very good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in episode one, that like little fucking doll that attacks him, <laughs> that made yeah. me think of uh, that little China girl in uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Same <laughs> directed. Like just evil. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting how in a show where Sam Raimi has like little direct contact with most of it, how much of that is still there. Like he left it in good hands, uh, to yeah. be sure. So yeah, I no. Love when the I, fucking Kelly just starts shooting the uh, basement door, and it's the, fucking, the house. The house is just bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she just like realizes right away. It's like, no, nah, it's fucking with us or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I and you really so love weird. Kelly's like just being like, fuck this shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very good. Like when yeah. she's like putting, like just beating on that deadite in like the fucking meat grinder or, or <laughs> slicer or whatever. Yeah. Ash and Pablo are just like just standing outside the fucking doors. Just like, I think she just needed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't that how like they find out she's possessed too or whatever? Where she says something like, kill me or whatever you can put a cross on my grave and he's just like kelly's jewish or whatever yes yes elegance does make that mistake (laughs) that's really good yeah good shit uh that's good writing when you have something that was established before and bring it back in a meaningful way like yes yeah 
there's good shit in here. I'm really surprised how much I dig it, actually. I think it's very good. I can't wait for it to watch more. I'm super stoked on this now. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about that next time. Season 2, coming up. See you then. Hell yeah.